Good morning, good morning. Marie-Pierre is laughing for those that are on Facebook because right under me, right here, is Benji. And when I do crazy things, he looks at me with those googly eyes. He looks like a mini gorilla, you know? And he looks at me and goes, what is she doing, my fur mommy? Okay, welcome to the podcast, my friends, the millionaire of the diamonds. I am so, so excited because of what it's talking about today. I'm going to share something with you. Uh, my mom always did reference to the Bible. Anybody else been raised like me? Jesus is going to punish you. Okay. <laughs> they, made us, they made us fear <laughs> the word more than anything else. But there is something great that came out of it. Uh, mom would say, uh, I, mom would always say, ask and you shall receive. That's directly out of the Bible. And by the way, my husband is Muslim. And I can tell you, it's also directly out of the Quran. Ask and thy shall relate. But you got to ask with belief. You got to, you know, it seems easy, right? But you got to ask believing. So then the secret came out and everybody went, oh, the secret. But, you know, basically they just retook what's in the holy books and, and, and did a movie with it. And everybody's going, oh, okay. But you got to ask believing, right? So one day I said to my mom, I said, Well, if it's that easy, ask and you shall receive, why do so many people not get what they want? They, and she says to me, because they don't know what to ask for. They're good at telling God everything they don't want, everything they're hating in their life. But if you ask them, well, what do you want instead? They kind of go like this, look, uh, 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 or say something like, want to travel the world. What, what does it mean I want to travel the world? It's not smart. It's not time bond. You, you understand? There's no destination. That brings me back to our famous new book that just came out. Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't have your copy yet, you got to get the copy. And it's 10 steps to a million dollars in sales in 12 months. Now, I want to make sure everybody understands. This is not a book for somebody working nine to five. This is a book for somebody that wants to be an entrepreneur. And I want you to understand whether you have a convenience store at a million dollars of sales in your convenience store, you will generate a six-digit income. You have a reception hall. My cousin has a reception hall. At, at a million dollars of sales, he's making a six-digit income. You have a multi-level marketing business at, at a million dollars of sales, you're generating a six-digit income. And why do I underline this book at this moment? Because Ask and You Shall Receive is all about chapter one, but it's got to be done with intention in a very, very profound way. And there's a three steps to chapter one. Step one, and you've got to take your whole day to think about it, It is your impossible dreams, knowing you had all the money in the world and all the time. Step two, why? Why, Melanie? Why are you doing what you're doing? Great. And then go seven levels down. Well, you know, once you, you state your why, Monique, then ask yourself number two, yeah, but why do you want to be financial free? And then you're going to say, because I want to choose. I don't want to be obliged to make choices according to income. Okay, then why do you want to choose? You know, because I want to make choices based on my values. It's very easy to say to my son, I'm not buying you that iPhone because you don't need it versus I can't afford it. And then, okay, but why is that important? And you go seven levels deep. And number three, you've got to then take it to the right now passionate goal. So 
smart right now passionate goal. They've got to extend us, but they've got to be right now maximum 12 months. Otherwise, you forget what you want. And today's segment in the podcast on the book on confidence by Brian Tracy, it's, talk, it's going to talk about through Melanie Miller, taking charge of your life. Actions have consequences. Problem versus facts, or Stephen Covey would say, your circle of influence versus your circle of concern. And the most important thing is accepting responsibility. So I always, you know, smile when somebody says to me, the reasons they didn't achieve a goal. But rare are those people that say, I didn't achieve the goal because I didn't set the goal. I didn't see the goal. I, I was wrong in the way I managed it. So I'll give you an example. I know why I'm a great leader because when I took my business, and I'm not going to take you back 40 years. I'm going to take you back between 2020 and today. I'm a great leader because I know that when I did this, we went to 50, 52 million. And I also know when I said to my directors, uh, take charge of your personal sales, we stopped promoting leaders. I am responsible. And the proof is in the results. So let's talk about Julie Shaye, okay? So Julie Shaye listens to me. Her sales go to $80,000 a month collecting, right, Monique? But what happens with all this focus on personal sales, she, she stopped developing leaders. I am responsible. I brought her to that. Thank God my, 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 my people trust me. And I said, look, it began with the international products. We couldn't do that anymore. And I said, Julie, trust the process. You've got to get back to developing people. See, as a great leader, I have no problem accepting responsibility. And that's my fault. But because I've done that, now, Julie, as we speak right now, is the first to qualify for the royal trip, the, the castle trip. And there's only um, a handful of qualifiers in North America. And she was the first to qualify. And then she shared with us at the Power Hour that her bonus has never been this big especially when she was focusing on personal sales. So if you want to lead people and you want your people to trust you, the concept of today is crucial to bring your family, to bring yourself, to bring the people you lead to your next level. We can't reshape problems. Problems need to be looked at as hurdles. We have to go over them with the right mindset. And accepting this as leaders, we can continually grow after every hurdle. So we went through a hurdle and look at what it brought us to. Number one, the party. Number one, leaders need to focus on building people. I have Monique right now on my Zoom. Monique, look at all your step ups in the month of November, okay? Learn, unlearn, relearn, but most importantly, accept responsibility. And for me, when I accept responsibility, that's where, where yes, I am responsible. Thank you, Monique. I am happy. I am confident. I am optimistic. I own my decisions. And from the moment I start justifying to you why I didn't do something, that is lack of confidence. That is lack of conviction. That is lack of, lack of, and it's very difficult as a leader 
to go to the next level. And this is why we have a lot of people, whether they have a convenience store, a reception hall, or a multi-level marketing business, they surf. They're, they're always at the same level. They have a very difficult time crossing the next threshold because of this, this uh, closed mind that, that makes them believe that they are uh, unable to do whatever. So my brain is an excellent servant, but a very bad master. And this is why I'm very good with numbers, saying something like Monique, my direct, I'm saying, Monique, how many active members do you have? Great. And how about if they were to buy all just $100? I know we have consultants who did 10,000. So I'm telling my brain, keep quiet. I'm going to do it anyways. Never let your mind be the master, okay? But to further dig deeper in this concept of, so again today, taking charge of your life, actions have consequences, problems versus facts, and the most important of all, accepting responsibility is going to be Melanie Miller, and with an amazing self-taught questionnaire is going to be Marie-Pierre Tetrault. But before we go there, we're going to share, okay? This is the question I want you to write. Are you taking responsibility or are you giving excuses and share the podcast? So while you're intentionally sharing the podcast and maybe tagging some specific people, Marie-Pierre, over to you because tonight at midnight is the close of the contest for November. Is that correct? Yes, it's the last day today. <laughs> we are on November 30th, so that means it's the last day of the month. So it means that it's the last day to participate in this contest. So the first contest that we have now is everyone that contributes on our Facebook group. So Les Millionaires de Diamants Inspirational Group. Every time you post, every time you comment, every time you put a reaction on the group, you contribute to the group and you will be in the draw at the end of the month. So for the phone case and our top five who contribute the most during the month will get the bookmark Les Millionaires de Diamants like a paper clip so you never lose the page that you are in in your book so top five month to date so this morning we have louise gautier lise boucher danny chartrand joanne corbeil and jacqueline stockley so you have until midnight today <laughs> to contribute the most so we can announce our top five official for the month of november and the second one that we have is for everyone that joined the group during the month of november and everyone that invites someone new to the group you will be in the draw for uh, a vest Les Millionaires des Diamants. So you can choose the color that you want and every uh, item Les Millionaires des Diamants always have a quote. So an inspirational quote to make sure that you keep that positive mindset and that millionaire mindset every day. Uh, thank you, Marie-Pierre. And I wanna absolutely thank Natalie. Yesterday she posted her son with the new uh, kangaroo uh, with the saying in the back and then she got herself one and she posted it and she did it on top of that with the book and she sold us a couple of books so the book sales are increasing thanks to everybody sharing so as soon as you have something Monique that you're enjoying about the book I would love if you go make a post and write you know that one thing right now you are at in the book and put the link people to buy it because it's a hands-on book and soon there's going to be coming a conference your way that's going to last 10 weeks that you can actually redo the whole book but with i call it mentoring and coaching for 10 weeks and i'm really really excited to embark in that and then yesterday we challenged everyone to uh 
make a post about the book, okay? And this is going to continue. Make a post about the book. And yesterday we had, thank you, Melissa, Nathalie Brochu that did it, and she sold books. I didn't ask Nancy Cartier if she sold books. And I want to also thank Joanne Corbeil for being out there, being very loud, and helping us sell the community the books. We have the intent to help you level to the level up and achieve your next level of financial wealth with this collection of the Millionaire of the Dime. So once again, thank you, thank you so much, my friends. The best is yet to come between the community of Podbean, Matthew, Lees, and all these great people welcoming warmly the new audience that's coming to listen. Between our Facebook group, I have Jacqueline Stockley there. We have uh, Danny Chartrand, Louise, uh, Lees, all these great people that you're just you know making comments, welcoming people. We're just taking this this thing to a whole new level. And, and don't forget, we're under a thousand hours yet, and it takes ten thousand hours to get to the next level, which is excellent. So I'm I'm relentless, and I'll be here until I hit those ten thousand hours, just out of curiosity to see where it's going to get us. But remember, if you're still part of our life, when we hit that ten thousand, and everybody's going to say, "Oh, you guys are so lucky." Remember, Monique, where we began. You've been following us since the beginning. Melissa, remember where we began. Lise, remember where we began. But nobody will remember that besides us that we started there. So with no further ado, let's dive deep in the subject today, taking responsibility with my friend, Dr. Melanie Miller. Thank you very much, Maria. Good morning, everybody. So in the opening chapter of Jack Canfield's book, he says, if you want to be successful, you have to take 100% responsibility for your life. You may say, oh, of course I do that. But in reality, not many people do. Otherwise, there would be a lot more successful people walking around. Eleanor Roosevelt said, no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. The first thing we must all do before goal setting and making plans is to accept complete responsibility for ourselves and everything that happens to us. It is important that we live understanding that making excuses and blaming others and things for what happens to you is you not taking 100% responsibility. We must all move into a position where we take that responsibility. It is only then that we can move forward to the next step. Have you ever blamed anyone else or a circumstance for on something that has happened to you? If you have, you're not accepting 100% responsibility. Yesterday was the end of the Tupperware month. It gave me a good time to reflect on the results of the month. Overall, I was pretty happy with how the month had gone. Our team sales were up, our recruiting picked up towards the end of the month. We had two promotions, so I qualified for the Maria brunch, but I missed my target for the WOW program, which means I have to start again. And maybe I could have argued it's not my fault. The target was too high. But who determined that? Me. I determined that it was too high. 
I realized as we got much closer to it than I thought we would, that I never actually believed I could do it. From the beginning of the month, I'd already decided that I couldn't do it. I was not on the job of talking about it or promoting it or giving my team the chance to be part of the WOW Achievers. I take 100% responsibility for that. The important thing is to make sure that I do something about it next time and I don't just keep making the same mistake. I will not allow it to happen again. If I fail other times, at least I will be sure that I did everything I could to achieve it. Our actions or inactions, as with my own personal story, have consequences. For every action, there will be a reaction. This is a simple law of physics, and you know how much I love physics. The third law of Newton's three laws of motion says that for every action, there will be an equal and opposite reaction. We cannot choose the consequence or reaction afterwards to actions that we take. In physics, we can measure it and predict what will happen. In life, we do it and hope our predictions will, will pan out. And in an ideal situation, they will. Many people will confuse problems with facts. This is another way of saying in Stephen Covey talk that they spend a lot of time in their circle of concern, that's the facts, and not enough time in their circle of influence, which are the problems. Problems can be solved. Soon we're gonna be dealing with bad weather it's predictable. We live in Montreal. But as a problem solver will say, if I have a meeting to attend at nine, it's snowing. I can't rely on the roads being clear. I need to allow an extra amount of time to get to work. Problem solved. They influenced their actions. A fact person, somebody who sits in the circle of concern, will arrive late at the meeting, stating that the traffic was bad, the snow was awful, I'm sorry, but in brackets thinking, it's not my fault. And we used to see this all the time at the office. I, I'm not kidding you, I live probably on a good day, 25 minutes from the bureau, from the office, but sometimes I would allow two hours to get there because I didn't want to be late and because I know I have control over my actions to make sure I'm there on time. Are you that person or do you always blame what is happening around you? Facts will always be there. It is what you do with them that will determine your success. Interestingly, Newton wrote three laws of motion. His first law of motion states, an object will stay at rest or stay in motion at the same speed unless an outside force acts upon them. Wow, in life, that means 
you can keep doing what you're doing, only nothing will change if you don't change. So that applies. And his second law says, an object will increase its speed when acted on by an outside force. So do you want to speed up your success? Stop letting facts give you excuses and start influencing your life with change. Only you can control how you think. Hold the thoughts that help you and move towards success. And now I know Marie-Pierre is going to give us some uh, ways to do that. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Thank you, Melanie. So yes, if you want to grow, if you want to have success, you need to take full responsibility of your action, of your decision, of the outcome, even if sometimes, oops, it's a surprise, but you take full responsibility of everything. And when we read that part uh, yesterday, we have two books that we thought about at the same moment. The book about Jack and Phil, the success principle, because the first <laughs> principle was taking full responsibility, and the circle of influence, circle of concern from Stephen Covey. So we understand how it's so important to have that personal development. So now that you read a book, you can make some links between all the books that you read that is important for you. So for example, in the book, The 10 Step, to a million dollar of sales in 12 months that we just launched. We have the chapter number four that is about personal growth, that is about what you need to read. So for example, when you look at the workbook, you will have the list of recommendations of what the book on personal development that you need to start with because the personal development is the only reason I'm still here. <laughs> So yes, I really love that. So it's the first part, the personal development. So taking full responsibility is about your personal development. So I have a quiz for you this morning. We will play together. So you will rate yourself from one to 10. One is never or rarely, 10 to always. So I have 10 uh, statements to see if you are really taking responsibility or if you are <laughs> placing the blame externally. <laughs> so let's start with number one. So when I make a mistake, I openly acknowledge it and seek to rectify it without blaming others or external circumstances. So from one to 10, 10 that is always, one is rarely or never. Number two. In a professional setting, if a project or a task fail, I examine my own role in the outcome rather than attributing the failure solely on external factor. From 1 to 10. <laughs> Number 3. I accept constructive criticism and feedback without getting defensive, using it to improve my performance or behavior. From 1 to 10. Number four, when I encounter personal or professional obstacle, I focus on finding solution instead of feeling victimized or by the situation. Number five, I regularly reflect on my action and decision to understand how they affect my life and the lives of others around me. 
Number six, in my relationships, I acknowledge and address my part in any conflict or problem rather than placing blame solely on the other person. Number seven, when facing life changes or unexpected events, I proactively adjust my approach and attitude to effectively manage the situation. Number eight, I take the initiative to apologize and make amends when I realize I have wronged someone regardless of the other person's action. Number nine, I regularly set personal goals and take responsibility for following through with them even when facing challenges or distraction. And number 10, in the team environment, I am accountable for my contribution and collaborate with others, acknowledging both shared successes and failures. So now that you answer for the 10 statement from 1 to 10, you do your total. So what is your total, your score? <laughs> so if you are over 70, you exhibit a high level of personal responsibility in various aspects of your life. If you are between 40 and 69, you demonstrate a moderate level. So yes, you take responsibility in certain situations. If you are less than 40, now it suggests that you have a tendency to avoid that full responsibility. So that means you need to work on it. Because <laughs> no matter what is your score today, you always have the possibility to improve yourself. So now it's just to say, okay, I take responsibility for my number, <laughs> my score today, and I start <laughs> taking full responsibility. So if you want to change it and to take full responsibility in every area of your life, I have three tips for you this morning. Number one, embrace that growth mindset. So adopt the, the belief in that skills and ability can be developed through dedication and hard work. So keep that mindset of love for learning and resilience. So number one, embrace that growth mindset. Number two, practice mindful decision making. So before making a decision, big or small, just take a moment to reflect on how it's aligned with your long-term goals and value. And number three, Develop your emotional intelligence. So work on recognizing and understanding your emotion and those of others. Emotional intelligence will improve your ability to communicate effectively and manage conflict. So yes, again, it's just the beginning of this part of the book that we are covering now in the podcast. So be there tomorrow morning with us. We will continue on that role about having full responsibility and how you can do it every day. So on that, I wish you a beautiful day and we will see you tomorrow morning. Bye, everyone.